Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America, and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border, and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who were breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app. Hey, let's do a contrast and compare. Let's do that. Folks watching on video, uh, well, yeah, I should have just grabbed the screenshot, but I'll just tell you what it is. Just a contrast and compare between what we're going to talk about uh, this morning and um, what's on Fox News. I find it a fascinating comparison. If you're not doing video yet, you can go to video.thetoddhermanshow.com where you get to watch shows like this live, interact. On Friday, we're going to be having an interaction with subscribers and members of a page that's followed the show for a long time. All those folks are also subscribers. These are some of the things that we're going to do together with the video subscription service, video.thetoddhermanshow.com. It also helps make us, well, less cancelable. It's called diversifying your revenue stream, if you want to have this specific business phrase for it. So a little side-by-side, Fox News. Haley hears bottom line from major Republican donor on primary race against Trump. Not news. Haley, she's not going to win. News anchor has revelation on economy after speaking with people outside a grocery store. Might be an interesting report. We got Alabama football. We got the brother of a Chiefs fan who was found dead in friend's backyard speaking out. We got celebs praise. Saved by the Bell Stars, bold 50th birthday celebration. Bold, even. We don't have much to compete with that. Well, I mean, there is the 11,150 Americans who died soon after getting jabbed, many of them on the same exact day. Well, also, if you're watching the video, you'll get to look at the payout from Anthem Healthcare to con people into getting the injections. And what would a Todd Herman show on this topic be without some footage from the World Economic Forum? We'll get started with this in just brief moments with the help of video.thetoddhermanshow.com. Hey, look, a new partner. Much more importantly, with the help of God Almighty. And we're going to roll the theme if Neana's on her game. Three, two, one. Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Neana nailed that. Normally, I did count much differently. And that was big. I'm just going to throw this out there just because live streamers and people listening to this later, this will post very soon. I'm going to throw it out there. Probably a bad idea. Probably just me, but around so about 4.15 to 4.30 today, I'm going to be at a place called Johnson River Mill Park, or is it Mill River? You can look it up. Johnson Mill River Park. Doing a cold soak. And just about five minutes in the river. If you are healthy and want to go try that, just show up down there. Probably a bad idea. I don't think anyone's going to show up. But if you do, be prepared to soak. Just a couple of tips. 
Obviously, bring a change of clothes, bring two towels, bring something hot to drink afterwards, plan to warm up in your car, plan to be able to keep your car locked and keep the heat on. It's North Idaho. Wait, now that I said that, the car thieves are going to show up. I've often had this nightmare of coming out of the water by myself and the truck that was left running to keep me warm is gone, along with my cell phone, gone. I don't know that that would be all that great. Probably be very bad. Dying of hypothermia running across the street to the neighbors. Hey, who's the naked dude with the long beard? Let's let him in the house, everybody. Hey, kids, look, naked old man. Oh, I'm not be quite naked. Almost. So come and join me now. Now I'm not going to keep, keep my truck running. I might cancel the whole thing. I'll let you know by the end of the show. So if there was, if there was something that we should bribe people about, healthcare-wise, If that was actually a thing that made sense for society, what exactly would we bribe people to do? Uh, I was a member of a, well, the insurance that we had when we were doing radio in Seattle, um, they created a program to incentivize healthy behaviors by giving us a cut in what we had to pay for our, um, our deductibles and premiums. And it was, they would issue these challenges like clean your house. Okay, wow, now that my insurance company's telling me to clean my house, I guess I will. I liked a dirty house before, but they said that this can help reduce disease spread, etc. And then it went all COVID-y, so I started failing the test. Are you wearing your mask? No. All they could have done, and what we could do as a society, is if we were going to incentivize, it could be to keep a decent body weight. It could be to take enough vitamin D. It could be mental health. It could be sleep. There's a lot of factors. But the magic word phenomena continues to amaze me. Magic words, they are so powerful with people. So the magic word vaccine, this is why Bill Gates wanted to invest in this, is because it's a magic word phenomena. So Anthem Healthcare decided to start bribing doctors And this is the fee schedule that doctors could get September 1, 2021 through December 31, 2021. Final incentive payment. 30% Anthem members vaccinated, 20 bucks per vaccinated member. All the way up to 75% Anthem members vaccinated, $125 bonus per vaccinated member. And it can go all the way up to $250 bonus per newly vaccinated member. So the reason that this is notable is not just the payouts, but if the schedule continues the way it was set up, the residual effects of this. There were a series of these things installed with Obamacare. Obamacare will continue to be the basis for the ruin of the American healthcare system. I was in North Idaho before I lived here. This was, gosh, it was probably, well, it was during the political time. It was uh, just after Obamacare had passed and I went to a really fantastic doctor who was working at one of those Insta clinics. And he'd been a big city doc and retired. And uh, there's a hair blowing around in the studio. If you're watching video, that's, I'm not Obama catching flies with my hand. It doesn't smell like sulfur in here, but it's just kind of annoying. So when I went to this Instacare place, it's because I couldn't breathe. And it's before I discovered the wonders of Afrin, which, to which I think I got addicted. And then I got my whole nose thing, that whole sinus thing. So this doctor freed up my nose and just, oh, bless you. And he was telling a story about Obamacare. No, this was actually, no, that's right. I'd left the committee. I was doing radio as a a kind of hobby job. That's what it was. 
he'd heard me on Rush. And he shared with me in Obamacare that his clinic got paid money based upon the number or percentage of people in the county wearing seatbelts. This was one of the incentives. But the incentive to shoot people up with an untested, completely unreliable gene sequencing device, that proves how utterly bankrupt so much of the healthcare system has become. And it's sad to see it happen, and yet it's not news. That's why I started with Fox News. That should lead all news stories because it's the next thing is you connect it to the results. If anyone has any questions about what's not allowed on Fox News, you know. It's the all-cause mortality. It's the same-day deaths from the injections. That's not going to change. This is why independent media is important. It's one of the reasons why shows like ours tend to thrive is because we talk about things that aren't to be discussed in the ways they're not to be discussed. And we do this with not really a sense. I, I, I'm not, I don't do it with the sense that we are important, but we do this with a sense that God calls us to do these things. I, I know that sounds egotistical. I know. Now, I was talking to some friends last night about, hey, if, if, if money was no issue, and if, and if you could just do what you wanted, not, not what God called you to do, what would you do? I said, I'd, I'd, I'd coach CrossFit. My friends laughed and they're, oh, it's cute. No, that's what I would do, right? I would love that. I'm gifted to do this. And God asks us, commands that we wisely steward the gifts we're given. We are people who prepare, right? We see what's coming and it's wisdom to prepare. God tells us that the wise see a storm coming and the wise prepare. We build our houses on solid rock foundation. Make sure that you in your home have built on a solid foundation of being able to handle the worst that comes your way. Get to fourpatriots.com slash Todd. Check out what they've done with the Patriot Power Generator 2000X. This now has 12 AC outlets, two USB 2 connections, which charge devices twice as fast. It has two times the peak power of the other solar generators, and it's still a bug out kit dream. You can pick this thing up and take it with you in a, you know, maybe a minute's notice, not even that, 30 seconds. But here's what they've done now. 4patriots.com slash Todd will give you the solar panels for free so you can run medical devices, refrigerators, freezers, et cetera, in your home, your computers. And if God forbid you have to bug out, you take it with you. Even if it's just because there's a flood or something like that, you'll want power with you. Go to 4patriots.com slash Todd. Remember, you get free shipping on orders over 97 bucks. Plus, you get peace of mind and the ability to help a neighbor because we all want to be able to do that. 4patriots.com slash Todd. When we look back at this time, I want to be able to say to grandkids, if I'm, if I'm gifted to have grandkids, because history will record this period of time. Record the period of time either as when America nearly fell or when America fell, but it will be recorded. I want to be able to look back and when my grandkids say, what did you do? How, how, how did people, grandpa, how did people not see this? How did they not see what these doctors and, and, and the healthcare system was doing to people? And what did you do? I want to be able to say, I did everything I could to bring light upon these circumstances. And I joined people like Dr. Peter McCullough in that. And based upon God's word, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 12, it is an abomination to kings to do evil for the throne is established by righteousness. Now, I am not a king or anything near a king, but kings have led us to this position where we have to question everything a medical authority says. Dr. Peter McCullough talking about 
so-called vaccine-related deaths. You look at these numbers, and I mean, we get numbers from the Cleveland Clinic, from the nation of Australia, from nations in Europe, from places here in America. And the numbers, study after study, when, when they're actually revealed and the truth is told, these jabs were not good news, were they? They weren't. In fact, the deaths that have occurred after the vaccine uh, are of great concern. Our CDC reports about 1,150 Americans have died right in the vaccine center or a few hours uh, afterwards. That's the reason why they have crash carts uh, with defibrillators uh, in the vaccine centers. And then that um, transition to the, the pharmacies, uh, CDC verifying over 18,000 Americans uh, reported to them have died. And, and the people reporting, like myself, believe the vaccines uh, have caused the death. And that's underreported probably 30 to 1. So that's how we get to somewhere between 500 and 600,000 uh, individuals may have died of the vaccine in the United States. In the first year alone, Pantazatkos and Seligman from Columbia came in with an estimate that was concordant, as well as Mark Skidmore from Michigan State University using other methods. Uh, worldwide, Dennis Rancourt from Montreal, 17 million could be the death toll. And Steve, not a single country has taken these off the market. Not a single country is taking it off the market. Uh, some don't force you to get it anymore. I'm not forced to get it here. Um, but but there's, a, there's another part of this, and I want to ask about something else. But uh, the other part of this goes back to the people that actually died from COVID. You believe it was overstated by 10 times, maybe more, which means the number of people that actually died from COVID in America would be 120,000, not 1.2 million. Most of those were people that were past uh, the actuarial tables anyway, older people, not just dis not discounting their deaths, but 120,000 people that were, you know, on their way to the end anyway, or close, uh, are the ones that died. So if you compare that to 600,000 people that you believe died from getting the injections from Pfizer and Moderna and so forth, that would be five times as many people died from getting the injection as to actually died from the disease. Remarkable. It's true. Former President Trump said, let's not let the cure be worse than the disease. In this case, in fact, that happened. There was an analysis from Scott McLachlan early April of 2021 uh, when the vaccines were rolled out to the nursing homes. And in fact, people did die of the, in the nursing homes within a few hours of taking the vaccines in the McLachlan report. Um, what we're really interested in is premature death. Uh, even those who are um, supporting the vaccines will say, uh, listen, we, we have to trade lives with the vaccine to, you know, events against lives lost due to the virus. I think that's an unethical trade-off, personally. I don't think anybody should be marched into a vaccine center and, uh, and and try to wager the rest of their life with. Couldn't agree more. And you notice that's from Real America's Voice. It's not from Fox News. And by the way, instant fact check. You know, we need to get a fact check animal. When I accidentally misstate something, I get the Biden brain. It's 1,150 Americans, not 11,150. If we could get like a, um, it, it, what would be good is a human-sized Wolverine that could like enter stage right and say, bite me, not on the jugular side, but say on the non-jugular side of my neck, just seize me and in that way physically punish me for, for not paying suitable attention. So can we work on the human-sized Wolverine? And it can be a human in a Wolverine suit, but it should be human with like really bad teeth, like meth teeth, something like that. So if we could go find someone who's, you know, this would be a way to employ people, someone who's maybe str struggling with meth. They could wear a Wolverine suit 
and just stand over stage left or stage right. And when there's a fact check, that's then they get called out. So they'd have an hourly base uh, and then a bonus, but then they'd be incentivized to distract me. So we'll, that's going to require some more thought. But if you're looking for work, you can look at these in images, um, these VARs, deaths from COVID, and it's remarkable to see how many people died on the same day. Oh, that's the number I got. 1,150 Americans have died on the same day they took the COVID injection, and then it, it's, it spans out across time. Fewer and fewer people dying right afterwards. But that same day, that I think that should alarm people. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a thing that I, since I don't work in healthcare, maybe this is more common than I think. And people from healthcare will say, oh, we're talking about people die. We give them shots. They die all the time. This is really, this is really quite common. Don't know what you're on about, you conspiracy theorists. Just trying to, you know, one of the things people say to me is, you're trying to rile up your base. You're just serving red meat like, like I'm running for office, which will never happen. Now, there is a decision that people make to not know, okay? You can take this to a personal basis. You know, your kid's coming home late. Um, they're a little erratic. Sometimes emotionally, parents say, okay, I, I know that I need to dig into this, but I don't want to know. Or um, sometimes suspicion with a, a spouse. Okay, this could be happening, but man, if it is, then I have to deal with that. And if it's not, then I'm going to uh, adopt tunnel vision because I don't want to know. People will do this with finances. They'll, they'll, I'm the worst. No, I, I, there was a whole period of time where I didn't want to look at bank accounts. I didn't, I didn't want to steward money that way. And so I would choose to not know, but that created all the stress on me. Like, gosh, I wonder how much money we have on hand. Do we have enough cash on hand? It's so stupid and immature. But this is being done at a super high level within society. And it's being done post-death, this decision to not know what caused the deaths or to, well, to not know because they don't seek to find out. And that belies the entire purpose of being a, a coroner, medical examiner. It denies the entire sanctity of that role, right? That's the, they're telling society, here's what's killing us. 80% of Americans are short on magnesium, which leads to feelings of anxiety and terrible sleep. If you're not getting the sleep you need, get to bioptimizers.com slash Todd. Use promo code Todd to get 10% off all their products, particularly Magnesium Breakthrough. This is the product I take a couple hours before bed. It's not a sleeping pill. It's nothing like that. It fights anxiety because it regulates the hormone cortisol. Magnesium does that. Magnesium Breakthrough has all seven forms of magnesium. So I feel relaxed. You guys have never seen me relax. I can't be relaxed and do the show. When I relax, I feel warm and ready for sleep. And one of the greatest pleasures in the world is reading a book in bed after you have your talk with your wife and you're praying, you're reading a book and the next thing you know, you wake up in the morning. I never get that unless I'm on Magnesium Breakthrough. Go to bioptimizers.com slash Todd. Use promo code Todd to get 10% off all their products, including Magnesium Breakthrough, so that your dreams can power your recovery of your body and then you can power life bioptimizers.com slash Todd, promo code Todd for 10% off. So this decision to not know, that is not usually a good idea, particularly when it's happening in the sciences, medical examiners, right? 
death, unfortunately, in that patient. That patient died. Most of the people in the Burkhardt's, they died of myocarditis, thrombotic complications, just these medical disasters, a few days, weeks, or a few months after the shots. After being vaccinated. So when it causes a vasculitis, that means that all your blood vessels are inflamed. So it's not just in the arm. When people feel this horrible sensation, like they say they feel like they're going to die after being vaccinated, I've never felt so horrible Mm. in all my life. That is a sense of they have a whole body inflammation. And um, because it goes wherever the blood vessels are and it affects the blood, the the interior cells called endothelial cells of the blood vessels, it goes everywhere. And this is the problem of injecting a gene with no off switch. And in some people, you know, they may have gotten that almost placebo-like batch and other people got a lot of the gene and DNA contamination and whatnot. There is no regulatory mechanism. We don't know who's make, who's a spike factory and who's not, who's making a lot of these atypical foreign proteins, who's not. This is why it didn't happen to everybody, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But there's still so many millions of people around the world that have been harmed. And these are just some of the mechanisms. Now, now there's three dozen autopsy studies. People have taken the shot. The doctors think the shot caused the death. Autopsies were ordered. The autopsies were performed. The results were collated. Uh, we did a, performed a systematic review uh, and reviewed 600 papers where we thought there were autopsies, got down to these three dozen papers, took all the individual data, dissected it all out, and had independent doctors review them. The answer is, of the time, we think what we're seeing here actually is the cause of death. Now, it's possible someone took the shot and they died of something else. And in in 26% of the cases, it was something else. You know, a nursing home patient took the shot, but they aspirated and died. And we looked at everything and said they died of the aspiration, even though there was. But there are other ones. It was so clear. It was a blood clot. It was heart damage, uh, an aortic dissection, a, a, a thrombotic or ischemic stroke. So as we sit here today, the next person who dies, where there's no antecedent illness, it's just they just died. If the vaccine is in their background, we would conclude that on a more probable than not basis, they've died of the vaccine. Talk about how reluctant the medical establishment has been to do autopsy. Very important. And that was Fauci early on. Uh, you know, through kind of dictates to the agency, oh, don't do autopsies. And then everybody was afraid early on. Everybody was afraid, oh, gosh, you know, I'm going to, everybody treated COVID like it was Ebola. It wasn't. And so, you know, pathologists, you know, had the fear put into them as well. And so it was any unexpected death in a young health, previously healthy patient, coroners, medical examiners always do an autopsy in an unexplained sudden death. And we didn't. But they're obliged to. Now, during COVID, I was at a major medical center and I, you know, was every week in the pathology lab. We actually suspended autopsies because of the fear of contracting COVID from the autopsy. And it was the Italians that first published the very valuable studies where they finally had the courage to do an autopsy. And they found people who died of COVID, they actually died of blood clots in the lungs, these micro blood clots. That was the very, very important finding. So when you listen to this, that's what I mean about the decision to not know. And this goes back to, and Rand Paul has finally said this, Rand Paul, Rand Paul it has, has it in for Fauci, and thank God he does. I wish he would have it in for Big Pharma. 
But then again, Rand Paul's a libertarian and big business should be allowed to do whatever it's allowed to do, even though they're using government to con people and to bribe governments and to own the FDA. Very frustrating. But he intends to go after Fauci. He's come out and said Fauci should be in prison for the rest of his life. When Fauci said, don't do autopsies, that's like someone who's skimming money out of a casino saying, don't do, a, uh, don't do a, 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 an audit. You know, don't go through the numbers. Ignore the numbers. Certainly don't do a forensic audit of my activities. That's a decision to not know. And when someone doesn't want to know and doesn't want us to know, that's never because it's something they're proud of doing. Or if they're proud of it, it's something that they know they're proud for the wrong reasons. Which brings me back to why we began the show with Fox News. That was Marjorie Taylor Greene's hearing. This two weeks ago. We can digest this as a small team of people doing a show out of North Idaho and present it with images and analysis, and they can't. They couldn't air that live, even on, what's, what's their streaming service, the, the Fox, Fox Nation? They could have aired that live. It's probably the most important story that we're going to live through because of the volume of deaths involved. And some people in the Mockingbird media, God bless them, some people are finally becoming alert to the fact that they haven't just lost the thread, they've lost any chance to have credibility, but they don't understand how to get it back, right? Sometimes you have gotten so lost that you don't understand how to get it back. This happens across the board sometimes with finances, people fall into, gosh, but we're just used to spending 10, 15, $16,000 a month. How could we ever wind that back? Gosh, how could you? It's very, very common with, uh, with body weight that people end up in this, that it just has gotten so out of control. And if you're at that point and it is out of control and you know it, here's some signs. You keep having to buy new clothes. I remember this. Gosh, I can remember going in and saying, wait a minute. Now the 46-inch waist, man, they're making some, full, some, some small 46-inch weight pants. And then when the 48 didn't fit and then the 50, gosh, it's just they're, they're, chimp, they're, they're, they're skimping on, a, on, on, on material. That's a sign that it's out of control. The other sign that it's out of control is that you've utterly stopped caring. And here's some signs of that. You avoid mirrors. You walk into a room. If there is a mirror, you turn the other way. Uh, at all costs, you avoid being seen with a shirt off if you're a man or if that's where you're at, then get over to Soda Weight Loss, S-O-T-A weightloss.com. It stands for State of the Art. It's a judgment-free zone. They're going to provide 85% of the foods at zero extra cost. And that's important because foods in grocery stores, that's where the inflation's hitting. They have 4.9 average. That's almost perfect out of 8,291 Google reviews. And you're going to work with a team of professionals, dietitians, nutritionists, coaches, who help you through this because 85% of any actual change in your life begins in the mind. Soda is ranked number one nationwide for client satisfaction and results. Soda Weight Loss, S-O-T-A weightloss.com stands for state of the art. The Wall Street Journal editor-in-chief, Emma Tucker, made a fantastic admission when she was at the World Economic Forum but I would like to talk to her in detail about why this is the case. I think there's a very specific challenge for the legacy brands like the New York Times and like the Wall Street Journal. I mean, interestingly, when there's a big 
big news event, a big world event, people still come to the legacy brands. We still have a lot of trust. But I think you only have to go back. I think, I think we have to maintain that trust and we have to work at maintaining it in a way that we didn't have to do not so long ago. So if you go back really not, not that long ago, as I say, we kind of, we owned the news. We were the gatekeepers and we very much owned the facts as well. If it said it in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, then that was a fact. Nowadays, people can go to all sorts of different sources for the news and they're much more questioning about what we're saying. So it's no longer good enough for us just to say, this is what happened or here's, here's, this is the news. We have to explain, our, almost like explain our working. So readers expect to understand how we source stories. They want to know um, uh, how we go about getting stories. They, we have to sort of lift the bonnet, as it were, and in a way that newspapers you know, aren't used to doing and explain to people what we're doing. We need to be much more transparent about how we go about collecting the news. There's something else you need to do. And this stands, this goes for Fox News. Uh, it goes for a lot of media companies. It goes to my former, former um, employer, Bonneville Communications, uh, owned by the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, Mormon Church. It goes for you guys. Uh, I don't have anything disparaging to say about them. It's a fantastic career. They give me a beautiful, beautiful sign-off. And, and obviously, obviously, I never uh, would have been given the national footprint we achieved through working with them and then get Rush Limbaugh bringing us on for this five or six years as Phil and host. God rest you, Rush. It goes to them. There are things your hosts are not allowed to say. You should publish that. That should be front and center at all of your websites. These are things that our talk hosts are not allowed to say. These are opinions they're not allowed to express. These are companies they're not allowed to criticize. These are government organizations they're not allowed to criticize. Same thing with Fox News and the Wall Street Journal. First thing you should admit are the things you're not going to cover. See, the choice that people have became came of age, you would think during COVID, but it didn't. When we discovered the rampant, focused, global effort to pervert the minds of kids through the so-called drag, drag queen story time, and when I discovered that was a global phenomenon, suddenly it was very important that kids see men twerking in libraries as they're dressed like cartoon versions of, of prostitute-cartoon. When I discovered that was global, no one else would talk about it. And it was too hot to cover. Because it could anger the LGB so-called, or Q so-called T community. That's the reason they didn't cover it. You need to admit this. Because a lot of us looked and said, okay, so the legacy media, the Mockingbirds, will not talk about this. They'll not, they'll not discuss it at all. Okay, that's verboten. The transing of kids, chemically, surgically mutilating them. That was verboten and told directly to me, we will not cover this as a news story. It is, it is officially too hot to handle. Parents being forced to flee their states on a moment's notice to get their kids out of the grip of gender jackers that, that, that fall in children's hospital. Too hot to handle. We will not cover it. These legacy media properties think it's just COVID, I guess. But a lot of this began bubbling up earlier than that. When COVID came about, here's what they need to go back to do. They need to go back and say, here's the mistakes we made in COVID. Here's why we actually bought the idea that lockdowns worked. This is why we actually bought the idea that masks worked. This is why we took orders from the CDC. We did it because we were afraid or we were conned or we were paid. 
Until you admit the reason that you went this way, you will never get the return of respect. Because there's plenty of people, and I have the emails to show you God's grace through the show. I have emails from people who said, I used to listen to you for political analysis, and, and you were kind of funny when you are on the air. In fact, I used to do a lot more humor when I did radio, and you are funny, and I love that you covered local stuff, but when you started talking about COVID-19, I quit you. When you started talking about the lockdowns, you were an extremist. When I started to see that so much of what you said was true, I sought you out, found the podcast, and came back. And I can't believe how much now you had talked about earlier that I now understand to be the case. Legacy media has to wake up to this. Now, in one way, I guess I'm excited that they're not. It's one of the reasons people are paying for the video subscription service at video.thetoddhermanshow.com. And it's one reason that the show's done well. Another, I think, is because we kind of try to make an effort, not kind of, but do make an effort to be careful about the companies with whom we work. And we continue, even in hard economic times as the winds shift and it becomes a weird media environment and a weird advertising environment. That's happening. Radio stations, LA Times going bankrupt. It's a hard environment for a lot of folks. Going to be probably hard for us. Doesn't mean that we're going to stop promoting companies like Allen Soaps. We do that because the mission is greater than soap. Soap is the product. It is what you buy. It is the benefit. It's what you'll feel. It's what will clean your body. It's all natural, made in America. It's so gentle. The fragrances are very, very unique because they come out of the mind of young Alan. And if you're watching video, you can see pictures of Alan Soaps. You can see this footage of Alan doing his work, smiling through it. Alan's impacted by autism. He's nonverbal. His body is structured and built in ways that are unique, unique to him. He knows this, by the way. He's a smart kid. He's nonverbal, but he's not, not stupid. Far from it. The soap is the product. It's the vehicle by which we've gotten now two kids working at Alan Soaps. Ian, Ian is Alan's brother. He works there now. And our goal this year is four kids working at Alan Soaps. You can make this happen by simply changing how you clean your body. Go to alansoaps.com slash Todd, get 10% off everything there. And if I could be so bold as to suggest you also sign up for a subscription package with them, alansoaps.com slash Todd, 10% off everything there. So at the World Economic Forum, they made this incredible decision to bring in the president of the Heritage Foundation to talk about how they could regain their credibility. Now, I think they did this as window dressing as a way to say, oh, no, we're deeply interested in the, in the feedback and input from our critics. Here's part of this discussion. One thing that Davos, you might say, and the people come here stand up for is liberal democracy. It's laughable that you would or anyone would describe Davos as protecting liberal democracy. It's Kevin Roberts. I'll be candid here because I think I've been invited here to be candid. Elites tell us that open borders and even illegal immigration are okay. The average person tells us in the United States that both rob them of the American way of life. Elites also tell us that public safety isn't a problem in big American cities. Just travel to New York or Washington or Dallas, Texas. The average person will tell you that the lack of public safety damages not just the American way of life, but their life. Elites tell us that we, we have this existential crisis with so-called climate change. The solutions, the average person know, cost more human lives, especially in Europe during the time that you need heating, than do the problem and the problems themselves. The fourth, China. 
the number one adversary, not just to the United States, but to free people on planet Earth. Not only do we at, at Davos not say that, we give the Chinese Communist Party a platform and fifth as we sit here. Another supranational organization, the World Health Organization, is discussing foisting gender ideology upon the global south. These are practices that are under review, if not being rejected, by countries in Northern Europe. The new president, especially if it's President Trump, will, as you like to say, trust the science. He will understand the basic biological reality of manhood and womanhood. And do you know why? Not because of retribution, not because he's a dictator, but because he has the power of the American people behind him. The kind of person who will come into the next conservative administration is going to be governed by one principle, and that is destroying the grasp that political elites and unelected technocrats have over the average person. And if I may, I will be candid and say that the agenda that every single member of the administration needs to have is to compile a list of everything that's ever been proposed at the World Economic Forum and object <laughs> all of them wholesale. Beautiful, Kevin Roberts. Absolutely beautiful statements. And if you had added to this based upon the word of God, it would have been an absolute winner. God's word never returns void. Everything the World Economic Forum is for goes against God's design. Again, Proverbs 16, verse 12. It is an abomination for kings to do evil, for the throne is established by righteousness. They would do well to remember that they have only the power over us, that which God grants. And one day, he'll take that from them. Video of the day, and I know we're a little bit late getting to this, but it's something we're going to start to do on the program. You can barely hear it in the background, but listen closely as Novak Djokovic is playing tennis in the Australia Open. You know, he was banned from that because he wouldn't take the very helpful shots, which are 100% effective at, well, 90%. At, well, you know, not effective. In fact, they make you more likely to get the disease and destroy your immune system, etc. But for some reason, Novak Djokovic refused to take the injections, could not play in the Australian Open. I don't think he was allowed to play in the, um, the U.S. Open, whatever that is, that big tennis thing back in New York. You can hear a guy in the background saying, Get vaccinated, mate. And I'll describe the video for people not watching it because it is a thing of beauty. Full match There it was. Get vaccinated, mate. The crowd responds. The champ walks back, cranking his neck. He throws the, the, the racket up, catches it, bounces the ball, collects himself. And he's going to serve in three, two, one. Full whiff! Dude, far younger than him, has no chance to get to the ball. The lack of self-awareness of some guy sitting up in the cheap seats, looking at one of the most dominant physical forms in sports, no doubt, talents given to him by God Almighty and stewarded by him through hard work. His physique, unquestionable. And guy up in the seats, get vaccinated, mate. Got a better idea. Come down here. I'll give you, I'll play no-handed tennis. In fact, I'll put my racket on the ground. 
You serve, I'll pick my racket up, return, and knock you out each time. A lack of self-awareness. Lord God, thank you for reminding us that we'll face times like this. Thank you for reminding us that we're to rejoice when we face times like this. Rejoice for all forms of struggle because it can allow us to lean further into you to remember that we can do nothing of lasting, lasting value without being connected to the vine that is Jesus Christ. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind. And remember, guests, honored guests tomorrow on the show, listeners, podcast family members, more importantly, go with God's good grace. Why are so few singers protesting Hamas? Five for Fighting's John Andrasik has an answer. Talk to some managers and folks, and, and I have, and you know, there's certain iconic artists that in other times would be writing these songs. I'm like, where are they? And they say, well, you know, they're scared. They're scared for their families. They're scared that their concerts will be protested. But those are the same arguments people used in 1938. Hear more on the Hollywood in Toto podcast, The Right Take on Entertainment. Find it on iTunes or your favorite audio platform. How much do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast.